Here's a true ghost story from my first book, Rough Mix. New Orleans was the first city outside of L.A. on the first tour we'd ever been out on. I fell in love with the city right away and started spending time off down there. Interview with a Vampire was massive back then. Being a Californian, the South was mysterious and foreign to me. The huge, silent cypress trees draped in moss, the little gas lamps flickering like fireflies glowing in the French Quarter. Books and bricks and dark old adobe bars where I'd spend hours with my notebook drinking wine. I'd just go down and lose myself in the atmosphere, feeling like I was being watched all the time. Indeed, I was. Words and music hung in the fog, waiting to be manifested. One time I was in a little guesthouse in the Garden District, a great little place with filled-in fireplaces and bookshelves filled with old books, pages green around the edges from the constant damp, with titles like Young Abraham Lincoln. I was reading in bed and nodding off to sleep one night. For some reason, I slept a lot in that room when, in the dark, eyes closed, I felt someone climb up on the big antique bed with me, one knee first, a right knee on my left side, and then swinging a leg over me, and I felt the bed sink on my right side. Someone was straddling me. I was completely, completely terrified. I hadn't heard anyone come in. As a matter of fact, had jammed a chair up under the old doorknob of the flimsy old wooden door that led out to the hallway, noticing the lock had been broken at least once. I could hardly breathe. Whoever they were, I felt their knees on either side of me. I didn't know whether to pretend I was asleep or start screaming. I decided finally to open my eyes, which I did, and there was no one there. I was in bed alone. The next morning I asked the man at the desk, is this place haunted? What room are you in? He asked, not looking up from his newspaper. Yeah, well, some people say there's something going on. Everybody says they get real sleepy in that room. Oh, there are more walking around down here dead than alive, Dolores used to say. I met Miss D almost 30 years ago, 40 now. 50 now? I don't know. At the bottom of the cup tea room where she was a psychic reader. She's well into her 80s now. Uh, She would have been 100, actually, 2022. And retired, but lived up above the shop. And from her wrought iron balcony, you could smell the pralines cooking on the corner and listen to the music and parades and drunks and laughter. And even though she'd never touched a drop in her life, I don't like the smell, she'd say. She'd been around, Miss D, and had even been tried as a witch back in 1962 in Arkansas. She won, but not after a long trial and death threats from the local Holy Rollers. I told her I had to write a script. It had to be a movie. Wait until I'm gone, she said. I don't want to go through that again, seeing some of my closest friends in that courthouse pretending not to know me. She was and is my teacher, wise stepmother and friend. I helped her move out of the upstairs place, when she moved to Metairie before Katrina. You haven't lived until you've moved a woman in her 80s out of a place she's lived in for decades, boxes of letters, clothes, crystals, souvenirs from years, and her profession, a tackle box from the bottom of a lake next to a body she'd helped a police find. She's living with her son now. She was when I wrote this. When I'm in New Orleans, I always pass her balcony and look up. Quite a lady, quite a life. New Orleans hasn't quite been the same without her.